0: Alright, what is happening? What's going on? Welcome into to Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on uh, the 1st? Today's May 1st. Monday, May 1st, 2023. Happy Monday. Happy May. Alright, what's going on out there? How's your weekend? How, uh, how are your picks this weekend? On today's show, we're going to recap our weekend picks like we do every Monday and then uh, remember the first Monday of every month which is today we're going to go over all of our picks our monthly picks yearly picks show picks all that stuff housekeeping the first Monday of every month with all of our picks records gotta gotta keep those updated so uh, we'll do that today and uh, we will also recap this last weekend for our picks special thanks to Thrive Fantasy Thrive Fantasy is your headquarters for player props if you want to play DFS style games or parlay player props together no better place than Thrive Fantasy when you sign up put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to $100. That's Thrive Fantasy, promo code SBD. Also want to thank Better Edge. Better Edge has done so much for the better out there, primarily getting rid of the risk. Now think about that. The reason why everyone loses money is the risk in sports betting. Well, if you get rid of that, aka get rid of the VIG, you can now bet risk-free your entire sports betting career. Think about it. Everyone out there could make more when you win, lose less when you lose. If you want that, sign up at Better Edge, that's B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better put in promo code SBD when you sign up and that's going to get you a free $20 in your account you don't even have to deposit anything just sign up put in promo code SBD and uh, they'll give you a free 20 bucks that's betteredge.com all right so let's get to it on the weekend we were three and four not a great weekend overall honestly not a terrific month overall but we'll go over April in just a minute. Uh, Like I said, three and four this past weekend. Friday, we gave out the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 110. And they uh, lost in overtime against uh, uh, Toronto. So a tough loss there on Friday, which actually was played out on Saturday night. So lost that one. And then on Saturday, we won uh, both games with Pittsburgh. We had the Pittsburgh Pirates in their uh, doubleheader in both games. Got two wins there. And then we lost with the Louisville Cardinals in uh, college baseball as well. You know what's funny about that, too? College baseball this year over my career has actually been one of my better sports, but I was doing my show numbers. I think I'm like one in five given college baseball out on the show. So, I mean, look, that's just, we talk about the law of large numbers. That's the opposite, right? You give out a few games, you may have some amazing records. You may have some bleak records, but stay, you know, stay with us with the college baseball. The The season's wrapping up in about a month or so. You know, the, uh, the, the tournament at the end of the year is always a big... Uh, money maker for us, so stay tuned. you know we should turn things around fairly soon with college baseball, but I did notice that want to put that out there that uh hasn 't been a great record on the show, but we'll turn things around here with with that so loss on Friday uh two and one with our games we added on Saturday, so we took a two and two record into Sunday and then we went one and two on Sunday we won with Seattle, which was a Comeback win. Uh, (laughs) The under wasn't even close that game, under nine and a half. And then uh, Cincinnati ended up losing an extra innings against Oakland. Was that bottom of the ninth or extras? Not sure, but Cincinnati lost a close one. So three and four total record on the weekend. That gives us an overall April record of 20 wins and 17 losses. And you may say, hey, Tyler, that's a winning record. That's 20 and 17 in April. Well, not necessarily, because given the state of all of our bets, right, they were... Uh, I don't have the exact break-even percentage we had, but we ended up losing money actually with that record. Lost about uh, 0.95 units, so just under one unit we lost this month of the 20 and 17 overall April. Now the last couple months overall, we've kind of been treading water there. In March we went 15 and 15, and that was after a pretty good start to the year. So overall in 2023 we are 72 wins, 53 losses, and let's go month by month there. Started off in January, we went 18 and 12. And then February had a 19 and 9 record. So overall, very good February and January. Let's see, top of the head was at 37 and uh, 21. Through the first two months of the year, then March we went 15 and 15. In April we went 20 and 17. So obviously, like I said, last couple months, March and April, kind of treading water there. But that's how that's how long term looks. You know, people think that that like me, I, I make money doing this every year, but it's not a steady month by month income. I don't make X amount of dollars every month. Some months are are tremendous. Some months are horrible. You know, and uh, while I wouldn't consider any of these months horrible. i giving out on the podcast. March and April were we're losing a little bit so january february uh very very good march and april kind of middle of the road there so hey i mean you know we we, we've talked about this before but based on probability math how we look at the future like it's not like we're due in may to now just come storming out of the gates but it's overall but overall we do expect to win more than we lose that's the general point that we say on here but uh, look 22 or excuse me 72 wins 53 losses that's not bad for 2023 overall that's a 57.6 win percentage but what's the common theme we always talk about it's not about win percentage win percentage is 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 pointless What matters is win percentage compared to break even percentage, because anyone who has a 57.6 win percentage, that doesn't mean anything unless we hear the break even percentage, because if we have a 57.6 win percentage, but every game we give is minus 150, we're actually going to be a losing sports better, because as we know, minus 150 equals 60%. You go all minus 150 or give all minus 150 games, you have to go at least 60.1% just to break even or make some money. So we have a 57.6 win percentage this year with a 54.51 break even percentage. Okay, we'll read that again. Win percentage, 57.6. It's like .60. So 57.60 win percentage, break even percentage 54.51%. 54.51%. So, obviously, we're working with a nice little cushion there. It's about, uh, I mean, just do the math. What is that, right? About 3%, which, to be honest, that's a, that's slightly higher than, I've, than I'll average over a long period of time. So, we're doing actually a little bit better in 2023 than we would expect long term, but uh, we're happy with those numbers. That equals, if you look at just this year, January through April, if you followed all the picks I've given out on the show, put one unit or, or every bet was to win one unit you are plus 8.93 units in 2023, plus just under, you've made uh, just under nine units in 2023, betting to win a unit every time. And look, honestly, I'm pretty happy with those numbers overall for the show for the year, because we give out such low volume, right? I I mean, I, I have dozens of bets every day, every week. I've got hundreds, So for me to give out just a couple picks, a handful of picks every weekend, such low volume, I'm actually happy with those numbers. Let's go over total record for the show and talk about units there. Uh, Total show record, including last weekend, 273 wins, 218 losses, and 18 ties. We haven't had a tie in 2023. I was like, is that a mistake? Is that a typo? No, we haven't drawn yet this year. So 273, 218, and 18, that gives us a total record of 55.6%. And uh, let's see, break even of 53.38. So total record on the show, 55.6% with a break even percentage of 53.38%. That's a little closer to my true percentage up just about 25. It's like 24.9 or so. Of just about 25 units for the show and it's the same thing I mean over the course of what's that been just so I started this in very very late 2021 our 2021 20, uh, record was 17 12 and two so it was like just December I think maybe November December so overall for the show look I mean it's I'm pretty happy with that with the, the low volume the and honestly the way that we've talked about it right because we all we're all starting to understand probability a little more right with the shows on that we've done on the podcast and so on and so forth With such low volume, it's actually very plausible that we wouldn't be making any money on the show, you know, because who knows over the course of, you know, they say you need about 600 and let's just say about 650. The number varies, but let's just say about 650. That's the number most statisticians agree that we need to understand what you're going to do long term. Well, I've only given out what just about a little over 500 picks. We've still got 150 picks to go till we get that true number. So, with you know such low volume every week, I'm actually pretty happy with the idea of being up just about 25 units for the show and just about nine units, about 8.93 uh, units this year overall. So, once again, last weekend, three and four in April, 20 and 17 in 2023, 72 and 53, and total for the show, 273. 218 and 18 ties, up about 25 units overall. All right, so uh that does it for the record. Before I get out of here, I do have my thoughts on one final thing, and uh that has to do with related markets. Uh we talked about related markets last week, and related markets, I wanted to give an example of of how you can start making better bets just by knowing how markets work or knowing what to look for on any given sports book or on any given website that you're using. So this morning it was uh, early on a Monday and there was an English championship soccer game. And we don't have to go into details about the teams or anything like that, but just know that uh, one team was up one, nothing. Okay. There was a team up one, nothing and it was in the second half. So there were about 40 minutes or so left in the game and the price for uh, predicting the correct score. Okay. So if you would have predicted the game ends one, nothing as the game were as, you know, currently when I was watching that paid plus plus one twenty five. Okay, so plus 125 for the game to end 1-0. It was a very low-scoring game, very defensive. They obviously didn't see much happening, but that was compared to all of the other scores you could have chosen, right? You could have chosen one nothing, 1-1 for each team, uh, you know, 2-1, 2-0. There were all the scoring options. So based on all those options, the cheapest and most, or I should say the most expensive and most likely was the game ends 1-0, okay? Plus 125. Well, if you looked over at the total over under for the game that was a much different price the over one and a half which implied there would be one more goal scored was minus 265 the under one and a half total was plus 200 so think about that the over under one and a half over minus 265 under plus 200 so if you wanted the under or let's just rewind if you if you thought the game would end one zero and you wanted to, to bet, okay, I think the game's going to end 1-0. I don't think there's going to be any any more scoring. I think the defense is going to step up and, and really you know prove to be the, the main factor in the second half. I want this game to end 1-0. If you didn't know to look for related markets, you would make that bet plus 125. Because under the correct score, that's what it was priced. And you may say, wait, why was it priced 125? Again, because when you have so many other scores as a possibility, you have to factor that in. So plus 125 was actually the best price on there. There were a a bunch of plus 350s, plus 400s, plus 1000s for different scores. Okay, the game was currently 1-0 when I was watching. So if it ends with that current score, yeah, plus 125. So if you didn't know to look for related markets, you would make a bet plus 125 where you could get the exact same bet plus 200 at the over-under market. Because think about it, over-under one and a half. Obviously, if the game ends one nothing, the under one and a half is going to hit. There will be no more goals scored. But since the over, it's only one more thing there. They have to price it so much more heavily because the over hits automatically. The over under, boom, you win the over, or you would lose the under. But if you had the correct score and another goal scored, there's so many more possibilities. What if you had team A to score that goal or team B to score that goal? Right? What if you thought the game would end 2-0 or 3-0? So there's other options. Therefore, the pricing is going to be different. So great example right there. Same bet, plus 125 and plus 200, depending on how you looked at it on the website. So all right, that does it for today's show. Uh, appreciate everyone listening. And uh, we're into May finally. So uh, whatever you have going on today or tonight, hope you catch some winners. Hope you start your May off well. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.